Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the ENS Hoover Show. Uh, this show, while I am going to put it on podcast, is probably going to be better on YouTube. So if you're listening on podcast, please, uh, when you get a chance, check it out on the computer because we're going to go through a lot of data and figure out uh, whether or not a property is worth purchasing. So I went and saw a property. Uh, my daughter and I went and saw it today. And uh, we went through it and, and we, we put together uh, a list of what needed to be done. Uh, so uh, right after this particular clip, it's going to go right into a property tour. Uh, so you can kind of get, get a look at what I'm looking at when I go through the property. And then after that property tour, uh, we're going to go right into a breakdown of, of the property, both what we think it would be worth on a you know, on a flip, on a rental, and whether it makes a sound investment decision and if I should make an offer on this particular property. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, if you are interested in uh, investing in real estate, check out one of my previous episodes. I'll put a clip to the card right here on YouTube, uh, how to invest in real estate with little to no money down. And uh, if you're interested in getting a career in real estate, you could check out my uh, video on how to get a, a license and, and what you should be looking for to get into uh, real estate as well. Okay, I hope you enjoy the property tour and we'll see you on the other side. Okay, so we're out here at a property. Got my little helper Olivia here with me. Looking at the garage here. Uh, needs two garage doors, a new roof. Um, if you're going to use the garage, the block looks to be in pretty good shape. We did get a good look at the roof from the other side. It's going to be hard to get on video. But that roof uh, probably is going to need replaced, if not right away, within the next couple of years. The siding's in good shape. This porch could use a little repointing, but overall good shape. Probably going to need... As a rental, the screen door probably is fine. Same thing with the interior door here that's relatively newer. But we're definitely going to need some new flooring. And then have to debate on whether or not to replace the wood paneling uh, with drywall, which would be an additional expense for sure. And then uh, it's got a pretty big size living room here. And then a bedroom here in the back that we're not going to be able to see a ton of on video here because it's pretty dark and there's no utilities in here but the, there's some leak damage in here uh, and then there's a little bit of uh, leak damage in the closet as well so we're, and we're definitely going to need some work there now anytime that you see these little baseboards down here those little wooden baseboards uh, a lot of times there's going to be hardwood floors underneath the carpet in that scenario so that would be really nice if we could pull the floors up and have hardwood flooring throughout and then there's the kitchen i know a lot of landlords that would probably try and keep this kitchen but these these drawers have seen better days and it's just not nice got drop ceiling uh, the black and white really hasn't been in in many, many years. Alright, well let's go take a look down in the basement. See what we're looking at here. Alright. Usually the worst part of the house. Let's see how bad it is. Okay. Still trying to get used to my gimbal here, so... 
furnace really old probably doesn't work and again this is a foreclosure so uh, we're definitely not going to be able to test out that stuff uh, there's a little bit of imperfections in the foundation wall but nothing to be too concerned about right here uh, the paneling the wood panel or yeah, wood panel, electric panel uh, is a hundred amp service from the wiring looks like it was probably updated somewhere in the last uh, 25 years or so, so not, not too old. Alright. I got some jack posts holding up over here. Hot water tank was installed in 2005, so that's probably going to have to go too. And then the addition, there's a little crawl space to where the addition is. Uh, looks to be actually pretty clean back there. So most of the time the additions aren't that nice. Underneath anyways. You got your laundry hookups here. Uh, looks like an electric dryer. And there's your laundry tub sink over there. Overall, a pretty clean basement. Now, it hasn't rained here in quite a while, so we won't know if there's really any water damage. I'm sure it gets a little damp down here, so we're going to need a dehumidifier probably at the very least. Alright. Walking back up the stairs here. Alright, we're going to go up to the second floor. Try not to be in the video, huh, Libby? I found a rental key. You found a rental key? What's a rental key? Oh, boy. I don't know. That probably goes to the garage, so... We'll leave that alone. You can just put it back where you found it. Okay, going upstairs here. And this is kind of what makes the house not so attractive, in my opinion. Your bathroom is up here. It's a very narrow upstairs. Uh, some people might not be very comfortable showering in this if they're over like six feet tall. And let's see, we're going to go this way here. And then this is the second bedroom. It's a two bedroom house and it's pretty small here. It could be a kid's bedroom or an office, but Definitely not going to be any kind of a master bedroom or anything. Alright, let's go check, take a look real quick at the front of the house. And we'll wrap this video up. And then we'll uh, do a second part of the video where we break down the projections on what we can get for rent. How much work needs done. Uh, the ankle still has a brace on it. Working on that. Alright, let's see here. Get the gimbal to turn for me here. There we go. Alright, let's see if there's any work on the front of the house here. The front porch. It's seen better days, but it's still still sturdy. And the concrete's in decent shape. I don't know if this is a shared driveway or what this is over here. Uh, Looks like it goes to somebody else's driveway. 
And then here's the front of the house here. So we got the addition right here. And then the main house over here. So overall it's a cute little house. We just gotta decide how much it'll rent for and how much work it needs. And go from there. Okay, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that property tour. Uh, now we're gonna switch over and view my computer screen and go over this property. So this is the actual property. Uh, it's in a small little town called Avella, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's out in the sticks, very good school district. Um, and it's you know roughly about an hour outside of the city of Pittsburgh. It's an area that I like to invest in, um, especially on the rental side of things. Uh, not that it can't be a good flipping market, but it's a, a really good rental market because there's just not a lot of rentals in the area. Uh, with that being said, it's very difficult to determine a rental value in this particular market. Uh, so if you go to a couple of different websites to try and determine value, which I, I'm never a fan of Zillow, I, I feel like their estimates are always way too high. Um, and so I, I try not to rely on Zillow, but Zillow is telling me that this property's uh, rental amount is $1,170 a month. Now that's 100% false. And I'm gonna tell you why that's 100% false. Uh, number one, it's not really a true three-bedroom property. Okay, this is a, a it it could be used as a three-bedroom, but if you saw in the property tour, yeah, it has uh, an addition that was put on that looks like a family room and a bedroom in the back. It could be used as two bedrooms, but uh, more than likely, this is a two-bedroom house through and through. Um, you know, if somebody wants to use it as a three-bedroom, uh, they could. It would have a very small living room and and no dining room at all. Um, but I, I, that wouldn't be really the type of renter that I would want to. So I'm kind of analyzing this as a two bedroom property versus a three bedroom property. Okay. It's a foreclosure. It's listed at 42,000. Um, I, I really like the property and it would make a great addition to my rental portfolio. And I also would think about uh, flipping if the deal made sense as well. Um, now, if you look at Rentometer, uh, because they can't really find any any rentals in the area, uh, they're telling me that it's uh, about $525 to $550 a month that I'm going to give for rent. That's uh, the complete opposite side of Zillow. So I think Zillow is too high, and I think that uh, Rentometer is too low. Now, if I did a three-bedroom rental on Rentometer, uh, I don't know if it's going to work real quick here, but it's, it's going to be um, a little bit higher than that which is the number that Zillow is using because it's a three bedroom property. It uh, looks like there's not enough properties there's, uh, to do a valid analysis on Rentometer. So as you can see, it's definitely not a big rental market. There's not a ton of rental inventory and therefore, uh, you know, there's a good chance when I go to put this up for rent, it would be the only property uh, for rent in the area, um, you know, or one of a handful at very most within a, a five mile radius. So with that being said, um, you know, it's really hard to determine what the actual rental amount will be. Now, another software that I use um, called DealCheck, uh, they have a built-in uh, rental calculator and uh, they said that it'll rent for $864, probably more uh, accurate there, okay? Um, you know, you can see right now, there's literally no rentals available on Zillow uh, in the entire Independence of Ella, Cross Creek area. So, um, 
So I think that due to supply and demand, I might be able to rent it a little higher. Maybe I get a grand a month out of it uh, just because, you know, a good time of the year, good, you know, I get lucky. Uh, do I think it'll consistently rent for a grand a month uh, over a 10-year period? No, I would probably use like $850, $900 as, as my estimate. Um, and that would be based on a two-bedroom rental. Now, that being said, the next most important thing is the budget, right? So we, we determined that, uh, it will probably rent for around $850, $900, 1000 on a good day. Uh, so that kind of puts that in our back pocket. Uh, when it comes to the sales, uh, there's really no uh, good comparable property uh, on the sales market. So if we go back here, I'm just flipping screens here. Uh, this is the recent sales. I went back a couple of years. Uh, the, the small three-bedroom houses are selling for about 140 those are traditional three-bedroom houses, though. They're not captive three-bedroom houses. And some of them even had, like, uh, like this one right here had an acre of land. Just not comparable for our particular property. I truly think the ARV on this property be, would be between a hundred and a hundred and twenty thousand. Um, so I'll use a hundred and twenty thousand as my ARV. And then we get into the budget. Your budget doesn't have to be rocket science here, folks. It just needs to be cut and dry uh, categories, how much you're gonna put into it. And then you should absolutely, when you're doing your budget, add in your contingency budget and your holding costs, uh, because that needs to be factored into the breakdown as well. So if we just do the rehab budget, the roof needed done, I kind of went on the high side, 7,500. I could probably get it done for about five grand. Uh, the garage roof, to do it right, we need to build gables on top of it and then put a roof on probably going to be looking somewhere in the three to $5,000 range. Uh, the garage doors, uh, we would need two garage doors and a garage door opener. Uh, that's going to cost us around $2,000. I've done that a couple of times on a two-car garage, maybe three on the high end, depending, you know, materials are, are much more expensive these days uh, due to COVID and everything going on, the supply and demand on the material side of the business. The demo, probably between 1000 and 2000 so I put 2000 You know, yard landscape, you're going to pay to cut the grass. You're going to probably do some mulching and bushes, stuff like that. It needs a new HVAC. I mean, that HVAC system is really old. And then I would probably add air conditioning as well. It's going to be around 4000 I have a, a really inexpensive guy for that. Um, but if, if for some reason he falls off the face of the earth, uh, it's going to be $6,000 to get a uh, furnace and AC installed into this property. Uh, paint, $5,000. Uh, kitchen, I'm, I'm going to put a new kitchen into it, whether I keep it as a rental or or I sell it. So it's, that's going to be five dollars $6,000. Uh, the bathroom, there's parts of it that could be salvaged. I would probably salvage the shower as long as it's not too damaged, and then uh, put a new toilet, vanity, and floor in. That's going to cost me about two to three thousand dollars. Carpet and tile. You're looking uh, probably about. It's not a big house, so probably about you know three to four thousand. I put thirty five hundred in the budget. Appliances fifteen hundred, and that's uh, assuming I can squeeze a dishwasher into that kitchen. Uh, basement fifteen hundred. I, I Typically, just always dry lock the walls of the foundation and put a dehumidifier in. It's going to cost me about 1500 bucks to do. And then that, again, when you add that up, is $41,500 renovation. Your contingency budget should be how much money you're factoring in for 
uh, things that you did not see or did not expect. Usually it should be between 10 and 15%. 15% puts us around $6,000. And then holding costs. So um, most of the time I'm using what's called other people's money. Uh, so I'm going to have a mortgage payment every month. And I'm going to have, uh, you know, utilities, taxes, insurance until I get that property sold. With all that being said, uh, we are, you know, going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of $60,000 all in on this property plus the purchase cost. I cannot afford to pay $42,000 for, for the property. Um, so this one's going to be a back burner property. It's going to sit on the market for a while. If nobody buys it, I'll, I'll come in and hopefully scoop it up for around 20 grand. And then I'll be into it for 80, 85,000 all in, uh, which would be the bare minimum of where I can be. Hopefully I get it for less, to be honest with you, uh, or I might not get it at all because somebody might overpay for this property. But at $85,000, uh, after expenses, I'm breaking even. It's negative $28 a month in cash flow. Now that's factoring in a 7% repairs budget, capital expenditures, property management. Um, I'm okay breaking even after expenses on something I plan to hold for you know, 15, 20 years uh, because really what I look for in that scenario is what it's going to be worth over time. In this uh, wonderful uh, two-bedroom house is what I'm going to call it. And that's worth probably 120 on the back end now uh, is going to be worth somewhere in the neighborhood of 190,000 in 20 years. Uh, so I will probably make somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, $192,000 by holding on to it for a period of time, right? That's what this breakdown says anyway. So I might break even or even lose a little bit of money but in the long run, I'm going to do really well on a property like this. However, I still need the numbers to make somewhat sense, which is why I can't pay anywhere close to $40,000. Okay, so that's a little insight, a little um, bit of a breakdown and shows you how I kind of look at properties. Uh, I hope this was educational and informative for you guys. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, you can comment down below. You can hit me up on social media at ENS Hoover. Um, or you can email me, ian at ianhoover.com. And again, thank you for tuning in and all the support and everything. And I'm going to keep putting out some good content like this. And, uh, you know, if you have anything that you want to learn, again, let me know, hit me up, and I will uh, work on doing some content based on what you want to learn. Until next time, this is Ian Hoover signing off.